0: Welcome to the Viewmasters, Farscape, Episode 89, The Peacekeeper Wars, Part 1. Not the official title of any of that. (laughs) My name is Eric. My name is Joe. (laughs) It's still a Viewmasters, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the official title. (laughs) Sure, yeah. It is Episode 89. Of the Viewmasters. Of of the Viewmasters and of Farscape. Yes. So that's, that's official. Yeah, yeah. Technically it's not even episode eighty nine. We've uh you know, oh, well yeah done other episodes too. Special sods. Yeah, special sods. But those are outside of the continuity. Right. non canon. Those are else worlds. Yes. <laughs> else worlds are where you take uh <laughs> well known characters and put them into different situations. <laughs> and wackiness ensues. Yes. Almost uh, as if saying what if almost Though sometimes it ends up as a what the... Ho-ho, <laughs> Not brand X. Aw. No, that is brand-ack. Oh, okay. That's, that's DC. <laughs> oh, good lord. Okay. <laughs> so, The Peacekeeper Wars... Yeah. ...is a miniseries. Yes, it is. would be nice if the DVD was packaged that way. <laughs> It would have been nice. <laughs> uh, see, I was under the impression that it was a four hour miniseries that was either split into four parts or two parts. Mm-hmm. And sure, why not? Let's have a two hour extravaganza. Yeah. On a different day, you know, per part. Uh, not one three hour commercialist chunk that is presented on the DVD. Yeah. I suppose, if you're a hardcore Farscape fan, this is just a joy to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, on IMDb, it's listed as a miniseries. Yep. Though there are not individual listings for the episodes. Nope. Which is odd, I thought. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, um, I mean, there, there are no commercial breaks, no. that we can tell. Nope. And no, you know, to be continued or anything, it's just, it's, it's, it's the, uh, it's all cut together. I, I don't know how it was originally released, if it actually was a miniseries or if they just showed it all in one big night. I think it was an actual miniseries. It was an actual miniseries, I think. Well then, what the fuck, DVD makers? <laughs> we, we probably ended up watching the first one or two parts of it. We watched, uh, well, in about an hour and a half mm-hmm. is where I started thinking to myself, okay, well, this is got to be ending soon, right? Yeah, this is wrapping up. Yeah. Because, you know, getting ready for, for part two at some point. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> it was not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So about a... Now hour are 45 minutes into it, uh, we decided that, uh, we need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're a little over halfway through. A little over halfway through. We'll, we'll probably pick up at a logical point, uh, which, which we may have already seen. Yeah. Uh, today, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick up next week from, from, you know, where we left off here. Cause, uh, you and I just don't have the kind of time to, To keep three hours in one night, and then do a podcast. I am tired. I am very tired as well. (laughs) (laughs) And I still have stuff to do before I go to bed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was exhausted after we watched Lost in Space, and not just because it was a terrible movie. Also uh, incredibly too long. Also incredibly too long. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Yeah, let's just get right to it. I really enjoyed this. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it. For the most part. Uh yeah, so uh picking up from uh the, the series finale. Yeah. Where Crichton and Aaron are dead. Yeah. They are not in this movie. <laughs> spoilers. Uh double spoilers. Yeah. They're back within the first ten minutes. <laughs> I was impressed by how quickly they got through that. Yeah. It seemed really easy. It, it almost seemed like the aliens that did this had done it before. And, and were like, oh, fuck, we need to have a machine built <laughs> that we can use to fix people that we accidentally crystallize and shatter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it did help that uh, we, we got uh, a visit from some old friends. Yeah. The creepy-voiced... Dr. Alien Creature, (laughs) and his disgusting partner. Yeah. I don't remember them. Did they take the chip out of Crichton's head? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, the the disgusting partner, he was always eating something disgusting. I remember that part, yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that was was all right. They were in it for a few minutes. Yeah, they were. (laughs) Uh But, yeah, they they help uh, bring uh, Creighton and Aaron uh, back to life. Yeah. And then immediately, as soon as Krayton is back to life, Scorpius senses it. Yep. From far away. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is a Jedi. <laughs> he, he's got Creighton senses. He does. <laughs> His Creighton sense was tingling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he—I uh, don't know, man. <laughs> There's a lot that happens. There is a lot that happens. It's hard to to like boil Keep it, straight, it down. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not entirely positive about most of what actually happened. Yeah, but there was a lot of it. <laughs> so you got the peacekeepers, uh-huh, and you got the scarens, sure, and you got uh, the 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 the, uh, Moyest, the Farscapers, arm <laughs> uh, band of merry men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you got Scorpius. Yeah. Who just sort of does his own thing. Yeah. Well, he's apparently back in charge of the, uh, the Peacekeepers. Yes. yeah. So we believe. Yeah, he's in charge of uh, a Peacekeeper Armada. Yes. Who, uh, a position that he promptly throws away. Yep, because his, his lover Crichton is back. <laughs> We've all done crazy things for love. We have, yeah. that's true. Uh, sometimes when you're in love, you just can't think straight. What, what Scorpius does is basically the equivalent of driving cross country wearing a diaper in order to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? I do! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep Astronaut She is an astronaut Yeah yep. It works <laughs> Look it up <laughs> uh, But yeah So he uh He and uh Sukozu Yep Who was with him Who I did not recognize Yeah Still not entirely sure That was the same person <laughs> Yeah that's her and yeah, exactly is her. so uh as i said si- Su- went punk rock yep she she got all punk rock storm on us she did yeah i i uh i think that uh Rayleigh hill would be a really good dazzler yeah you can see a, that if they did a dazzler in a in an x men movie I can see that for sure yeah yeah, yeah, but she's got uh crazy fem mullet mohawk thingy going on, yeah and Skippy black leather, Uh, a definite departure from when we saw her a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I should clarify, when I say Dazzler, I don't mean original disco Dazzler. Ultimate Dazzler. Uh, uh, Ultimate Dazzler or uh, just later on, you know, like she wore a blue costume and a jacket. Oh, okay. 80s Dazzler. 80s Dazzler, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, she could fit both. Yeah, Yeah. either way. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Diversion. That's that's what I was thinking about the whole time. Like every time she's on screen I was like, Oh yeah, she's Dazzling, that's awesome. Cause she's got hand powers too. Yeah. See I kept thinking she was Ultimate Jean Grey. Alright, so I can see that too. (laughs) But yeah, so they take off to find Crichton. And uh and then all hell breaks loose, basically, is is what the (laughs) sequence of events is. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then there's, uh, yeah, so, so the planet that they were on in the series finale, uh, was, was, uh, uh, populated by these, uh, alien creatures called Eidolons. Yeah, that's who, the, the secret planet of the Eidolons. Yes. Uh, cause they, they thought it was abandoned, but, uh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they are, uh, uh peace loving uh dirty hippies dirty hippies <laughs> who apparently also have uh, ships that fire weapons that turn people into crystals yeah. and disintegrate them but it's cool they can just put them right back together sure yeah <laughs> you just have to find all the individual pieces yeah and vomit them up <laughs> yeah that's the brilliant plan <laughs> to get all their pieces back um I don't remember their pieces falling out of the boat. No. At the end of the previous episode. Uh, they, they all stayed pretty much in the boat. Yeah. Maybe a stray chunk here and there. Yeah, sure. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so Rigel goes into the water and, uh, swims around and, and, uh, scoops up all of the Crichton and Aaron pieces in his mouth and yep. swallows them. In a very creepy CGI sequence. It was like the, like you can tell the budget is bigger. For this, right, and and it reminded me of uh, towards the end of Star Wars Episode One, there is a wide shot of Yoda and Obi Wan in the Jedi Temple, and you see Yoda walk oh, uh, in full yeah. figure for yep. the very first time, and it just looks wrong. Uh huh. Yeah. and that's exactly what that looked like to me. Yeah, it uh, sort of reminded me of that as well. For yeah. like a, a Muppet. Yeah. Uh, walking, you know, yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to see that. Yeah. You don't want to see Kermit walk. <laughs> Kermit needs a hand up his ass. Yep. In order to do anything. Yes. Because <laughs> he's weird like that. <laughs> he likes some butt stuff. <laughs> anyway... So yeah, so uh so Rigel goes and uh, and retrieves all the pieces, vomits them up, and then uh Narante, in perfect Naranti style uh puts all of the pieces in her mouth in order to determine which part goes with who. Yep. Cuz that makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So she's putting crystallized pieces of a human or a sedation, that are covered with Rigel's vomit. Yep. Into her mouth. Yep. And cleaning them. Uh-huh. With her mouth. Yep. And spitting them back out. Uh-huh. So already we're off to a really good start. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm, this show is almost <laughs> over. <laughs> Honestly, that part aside I thought most of it was pretty solid. No, yeah. It <laughs> absolutely was. And uh uh part of it is because that is one of the last times that we get to see her auntie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Cuz she was gone. Yep. <laughs> and I immediately erased her existence from my mind. Yep. Uh yeah, so they they discover that the inhabitants of this planet are the the idolons. Uh and uh and they realize that They've met Eidolons before. Yep. Uh, at the beginning of season four. Yep. On whatever that planet was called. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Arachnus. That's something like that. Something like that. We can go with that. Sure. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Really. Nope. Not um, one bit. <laughs> but yeah. So so these the Eidolons that they are meeting now are the descendants of the ancient Eidolons who came out of uh, twelve thousand year slumber Yep. at the beginning of season four. Right. At the end of that two parter. Where we uh, left Jewel. Yeah, where we left Jewel. Yeah. And so And where Scorpius was buried and never explained how he came back. That's right. We forgot about that. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so um uh it is exposited that the idolons have the ability to um influence peace, yeah somehow, like they get to know a person and then are able to negotiate with them on a like a deep level, yeah. To make sure that everybody gets what they want, yeah, and it's sort of mind control. Kind of, we, yeah, we come to find out it's, that it's sort of mind control, a subtle form of mind control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but so they, the our gang determines that the Eidolons could maybe uh, help avoid a war between the Peacekeepers and the Scarens. And so they, uh, take a couple of the Eidolons from the water world and, uh, are planning to head over to, uh, the ancient Eidolons planet to... <laughs> it doesn't matter! No, it really doesn't. <laughs> Ultimately. I feel bad that I'm spending so much time on it. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just, it, uh, comes down to, uh, you know... Uh, everybody's still after Crichton. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but now with the added wackery of, uh, you know, Crichton and, uh, Darren, they're, they're, uh, trying to get married. Uh-huh. Uh, because Aaron's pregnant. But she's not. What? Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? She was pregnant, uh, when she was turned into Crystal. Uh huh. Apparently, and I, I don't even know if this is correct because I, Maybe he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but somehow, uh, when uh, Rigel ate up all the crystal pieces, he uh, ate up the baby and didn't spit it back out. And so now Rigel's pregnant with uh, John and Aaron's baby. That is exactly right. That is exactly what happened on the television show. <laughs> <laughs> so... So for most of the episode, Rigel is pregnant, and surprised they get the baby out eventually. <laughs> yeah. After hilarity ensues. <clears throat> but, uh, isn't it still in crystal form? Um, did they ever do their crazy magic to put the crystal baby back together? I don't, I don't know. I don't think they did. Uh, maybe, maybe it was uh, so small that it was just the one crystal. Maybe. And in that inside of Rigel's belly, It just, uh, you know, hatched (laughs) into a fetus. I forgot that crystals and eggs are basically the same thing. And that fetuses hatch out of chicken eggs. I think you're absolutely right. (laughs) Thank you for the anatomy lesson. I apologize for my ignorance. Yeah, so that's just a, that's a hole. <laughs> Whatever. I know. I'm, what? I'm thinking about it too much. Yep. This is what has been getting me in trouble since day one. Yep. <laughs> uh, 89 episodes later and you still have not learned your lesson. I clearly, clearly have not. <laughs> I'm ready for a TV show where I actually probably need to think and pay attention to things. Because <laughs> this is not that show for me. <laughs> oh, too bad. I know. Only 70 more hours. <laughs> or however much is left in this miniseries. Oh, yeah. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh I really did enjoy it. I did too. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Yeah. It's, it's kind of easy to do. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause even when it's good, we still just can't let go of the awfulness we've experienced. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, there's a lot of running around. Yeah. <laughs> Scarens and stuff. Scarens and Jewel comes back. Jewel does come back. Uh there's briefly. Th- yeah. There's uh there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of funny things that happen and there's a lot of really dark things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of really fucked up things that happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Are you thinking of the contraption that is used to return Aaron's baby to her from Rigel? Among them? The thing that Crichton shoves up her hoo-ha? We assume. It's pretty... uh, (laughs) In In the middle of a gunfight. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's the best time to do that. But luckily... Stark is there to be the voice of the audience as he cries out, What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like Stark. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Stark is forgiven for all of his bullshit from earlier seasons. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh Uh... Yeah, so that happens. Yeah. Um, and then let's see what else... What else is fucked up. Um... they're They're still all after Crichton because they think he can make wormhole weapons. Right. Which he can't. Yeah. And, uh, and so at one point Crichton takes the scaring emperor, uh, to see Einstein, the bald guy. Yep. At the end of time or wherever you yeah. see the ancient who, uh, is, I guess sort of in charge of, uh, in deciding charge- whether Creighton gets to have wormhole technology or not. He's in charge of that whole program. That sure, project yeah. is yeah. under his purview. <laughs> he's got a lot riding on this. <laughs> if it goes well, he's definitely going to get that promotion. <laughs> Well he certainly dresses the part. He does. Yeah. <laughs> you know they say dress for the job you want, not the one you have. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, so they take him uh Crichton takes the scaring Emperor to see that guy. Uh that guy confirms, Einstein confirms that uh Crichton does not know how to make wormhole weapons. Yep. And uh that's pretty much that scene. Yep. Uh um, that's an important scene. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Emperor's, uh, wife is, uh... My wife! My wife! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been listening to Comedy Bang Bangs a lot. <laughs> yeah his wife is bad. <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. Yes. Can we cut that part out? No. Nope. No, okay. <laughs> no edit points. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even know what was going on with his wife. She's Uh, just a dick. She's just being a cunt. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, too far. Nope. (laughs) It's my favorite word. Okay. (laughs) I love to say that word Mine is snickerdoodle. (laughs) That's a pretty good word too. I like I like the word, I like the cookies. Cunty snickerdoodle. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) I do not want that cookie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, where were we? <laughs> his wife. His, his wife. His wife. Yeah, is uh, is mean. Yeah, <laughs> she is uh, plotting against everybody and trying to kill Rigel against the Emperor's word. Yeah, and also blows up Dargo. Yeah, she does blow up Dargo. Yeah. She shoots a guy in the face later in the episode, too. She does do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that scene uh reminded me of the scene in Pulp Fiction when Marvin gets his head blown off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not as gory. No. No. But just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> just some guy gets it in the face. <laughs> and not in the good way. No. No let never mind. Yeah. yeah, so um so the, the planet of the Eidolons is, uh, basically destroyed by the, the, uh, Scarans. Yep. Uh, uh, uh Jewel is killed along with all but one of the other Eidolons. Yeah. Uh, they, the Farscape crew managed to, to save one of them by bringing him onto Moya. Because he is going to go to the other planet of the Adelons and teach them how to influence peace. Yeah. The other planet of Eidolons, uh which, by the way, is also under siege from the Scarens, or at least has some sort of blockade surrounding it. Yes. I think the Peacekeepers are, are uh, also there protecting that yeah. planet. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh. Wherever those guys go, uh, when I say those guys, I mean Crichton and, and the Moya crew. Yeah. Uh, bad shit happens. Yeah, they should just stop doing things. They really should. Yeah. Stop doing things, stop going places. Yep. Stop drawing attention to people who clearly do not want attention drawn to them. <laughs> which is all they did. Yeah. In this, in this episode. Yeah. Uh, even... To the effect that Creighton accidentally almost killed somebody <laughs> just by being in the room with yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> that was silly. It was. <laughs> uh but yeah, so so uh the, the Moya crew uh plus the Eidolon Elder that they saved are captured by the Scarens, and uh and the Scarens uh, the, during all that, the stuff with going to see Einstein happens, while that is going on, uh, Stark and the Eidolon Elder are working on figuring out how to crack the Scarens, Right. So that the Eidolon guy will be able to influence them into stop fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. It, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. They, they figure it out. Yeah. And then they begin, uh, peace negotiations. Yeah. And they got it down. Yeah. They know what they're gonna do. It is almost locked. It is a done deal. Yep. Series over. Yep. And then... <laughs> he gets shot in the face. He gets shot in the face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there have been shocking things on television. Sure. In the past month. And, uh, and that... Uh, I don't know if it was shocking, uh-huh. but was really surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that coming. <laughs> not a bit. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh I read a Clive Barker book a long time ago where, uh I think it was The Great and Secret Show, <clears throat> where where this character is introduced and he is built up. For like three hundred pages to be like the 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 savior of like whatever is happening, and, and he is just you know, made out to be like this messianic character, and then he just fucking bites it like right in the middle of the goddamn book. <laughs> I didn't they make that into a movie called Executive Decision? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah okay. I got a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a good book? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a good book. All right. Uh, I think it's part of a series that never finished. Perfect. Yeah. But <laughs> Burger's good at that. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, um... Yeah, they this escape. Is, yeah, there's a lot of things that are happening. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Shiana and, and Dargo get uh, shot. The, uh, obliterated by yeah, the Scarens. So the, the Scarens tell them that they're scanning Moya and if they find any sign of life on it other than the pilots, that, uh, they will destroy Moya. So, uh, Dargo and Chiana escape in Lola, mm-hmm. uh, with their invisibility cloak and they're just, uh, hovering outside of the Scaran ship while, uh, Crichton and the rest are inside. Yeah. Oh, um, and, uh, uh, Chiana's using her special new vision powers. Yeah. By the way, she got her sight back. Uh Uh-huh. Because she got new eyes. She got new eyes, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very Minority Report. But yeah, so she, she has vision powers now, which I guess she can use to scan things and assess their weaknesses? I guess. I'm not sure exactly how that works. Not sure either. Yeah. Uh... I'm not sure how or why she ever, ever had powers (laughs) in the first place. Her weird undefined vision powers. Yeah. Just made up. I mean, the whole show is made up bullshit. I get that. (laughs) But there's a limit. Yeah. (laughs) I agreed. Uh but yeah so uh so they are discovered yeah. and uh, blasted out of space. Yep. Uh and then later we get a scene of them uh just floating out in space like just hanging out, out. <laughs> Alive, making Alive. up. Alive making it out. out. They're yep. making out in space. Yep. Yeah. Cuz we know that Dargo can survive in space yep. for a little bit. There is precedent for that. Sure. Uh I don't recall Chiana ever having been out in space. I don't recall either. Yeah. yeah. But uh it happens. Yeah, it came with the new eyes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> new physiology completely. Yep. Uh but then later on, uh they're rescued by Jothy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Remember Jothy? Dargo's kid. I do remember Jothy. Yeah. Yeah. He's back. Yep. Looking weirder than ever. He looks he looks older than Dargo now. Yep. (laughs) He looks like he has lost all of his hair. Yep. And his forehead grew to enormous sizes. Yeah. Uh when when he is first introduced, admittedly it is a point of view shot. And his head looks ginormous, but when the focus shifts back to normal perspective, it's not that much different. It's really not. Yeah, his head is huge. Yeah, <laughs> he is of of uh, Modok and or Hector Hammond desk proportions. <laughs> I almost think it'd be better if it was Modok, mm-hmm. like enormous head, tiny rest of the body. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Yeah. I hope we get to see that in a Marvel movie at some point. I hope so. Too. That would be awesome. That would be pretty great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, so uh there are uh Luxon Warriors. Yep. Led by Jothy. Yep. Who apparently are working with the Peacekeepers. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Something. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. Wibbly wobbly. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so that happens. That happens. And then they rescue, uh, Crichton and, and Aaron and the rest of them. Yep. Um Aaron's pregnant again. Yep. They all head back to Moya after disabling the Scaran ship completely. And then Crichton, uh, he's, I don't know, is he having visions or something? Uh, visions and I think some doubt of yeah. some sort, yeah. Yeah, cause all, cause all along their thing, uh, his and Aaron's thing has been, uh they want to avoid uh avoid bloodshed at all costs. Right. They just want to go off and live their life and raise their baby. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh I'd say that that is a good place for us to stop. Uh cuz that is kind of where we stopped. That is kind of where we stopped. Yeah. yeah. Uh because we realized that this thing kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there is a cliffhanger in there. There was. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, I think that that uh, when they return to Moya, I think that's right around the time we should have uh stopped watching. <laughs> I, I think it was either there or when Crichton leaves the ship. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah by himself. Yeah. And you don't know where he's going. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we'll we'll pick that up then next week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed this. I did too. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, yeah, there's just a ton of things happening. There are some diversions with the pirates, which I just remembered the 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 space pirates basically grappling. Oh yeah, yeah. Onto Moya, and and there's a big firefight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, overall really good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all exciting. It is. You know, uh, no, no real boring parts. Uh. Naranti missing for a yes. good majority of it. Yes, that is nice. Yeah, she decided to stay behind on Waterworld. Yeah. Thank so, God. So if Waterworld is destroyed, our prayers are answered. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> the scaran and Death Star will destroy the Waterworld. You have given me hope for part two. <laughs> have I given you a new hope? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm tired. Yeah, yeah me too. Alright. Alright, we'll, uh, we'll see you back here next week for the thrilling conclusion. Yes! Goodbye. Goodbye.